dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. Okay, well, welcome to the Carve Up, episode four. Harrow and Silky on the desk. Silks, how you been, mate? Very well, mate. Very well. How about yourself? Great. Another big week. And uh, joining us this week on the desk from the Northern Beaches, Brookvale is where his factory is, is Nick Miles from Sculpt Surfboards. How you doing, mate? How you going, gents? Very good. Great, mate. So tell us the uh, X-Core Reactor Blank is what you're here to discuss today. But yep. give us a little bit of a rundown of how this all came about and your background as a surfboard shaper. Yeah. So basically I was a mechanic and I just hated it. wasn't a great job. <laughs> Always loved to surf. Um, and yeah, I started at another factory, which is, uh, was a, a technology-based sort of uh, surfboard brand. And um, yeah, I just worked real hard there and started managing the factory at uh, Futureflex. Um, and just, you know, worked there for quite some time and there were issues there with breakage, things like that. And when I left, I started to think about, you know, how, how I could have solved those problems. And uh, a lot of the issue was that the bearing members, the stringers are on the rail with things like that, uh, the, the future flex. And this brings the stringers under feet. So you've got the strength where you need it. And then you've got flex out the nose and tail where you want it. So a lively board and then a strong board. When you say flex, you, like I've seen some of the footage of you, when you've got the blanks and there's a, yep. a huge amount of, of flex in both the nose and tail, yep. H- how do you manage that? So basically, that's that was the blank before it's been glassed. So when it gets glassed, it does stiffen it up and bring it into a, a you know a more manageable sense. Yep. But um, another person who I've drawn a lot of inspiration from was Mick Mackey, and he does a lot of uh, flex tails. So it's a really similar concept. It's just way less extreme. Um, so basically, when you've got that extra flex out of the tail and the nose. The board can make the same shape of the turn you're trying to do, and that gives you a lot of t- uh, drive through the turn, which is something that I, I learned a lot about from Greg Weber as well when I was yeah, just chatting to him about boards, basically. Well, mate, tell me, a traditional surfboard, the stringer is, yeah. is straight down the middle. So, yep. so what you've done is yep. turned it into three pieces, and mm-hmm. you can see here the outline of, of where the stringers are now. So, Correct. Mate, how did you come up with that concept? <sighs> I don't remember the exact time, but basically what I was trying to do was uh, get the bearing members from the outside to the middle because the materials work really well. We've got the EPS core, which is the same, which is a really good lively foam for when the waves are pretty lacklustre, you know. And then uh, carbon fibre versus wood, you can imagine the flex differentiation. It's much more twangy, much more lively. It brings a lot to the board. So a lot of that's where it came from. And then having the concept of wanting the extra flex out the nose and tail, that's basically where it comes from. You know, you, you're bringing, you need it to finish before the nose and tail. So you, you start before then, you want it to be under the feet, it comes into the centre. So basically it was about getting the strength where you needed it and then the flex where you want it. So it's just a natural sort of progression, really. Talk us through the process. So mm-hmm. you, you get like, I, I guess, a, a normal blank. And you're separating the three separate parts? Talk us through it. Yeah, so basically we had to... Um, we used to do them all with this hand, handmade, like, handheld cutter. So basically we've, we've made a cutter now that's more like a bandsaw. Um, and what you can't see when you look at them from this side is that the stringers actually run through the blank on an angle. It's not upright like a, a normal stringer. And when something's upright like that, it needs to twist to flex upwards and downwards. So... Because it's on the angle, it flexes really well up and down. Um, 
and yeah, basically we split it into three pieces, um, and then we've got three pieces of foam. Um, we lay the unidirectional carbon fibre, so all the carbon fibre strands run nose to tail, because that's the um, the flex we're trying to oppose, and then. It also, uh, when it curves out towards the rail, it's opposing that flex. So it, it's a good torsional flex as well. It stops the board from twisting because it ends up having that, those opposing um, carbon fibre stringers. And then so we, we lay the carbon in there, obviously laminate it in with epoxy resins, um, and then glue it back together. Wow. So, mate, you've got your own brand sculpt. Yep. But you're selling these blanks to big brands all around the world. You've got a Simon here. Yep. Mate, tell us about... The other brands that have taken this technology on? Yeah, I used to do quite a few boards with Chili. Um, and then, yeah, Simon's the latest guy to take it on. It's really good, you know, working, working with the guys at Onboard Store. They seem to be really passionate about it. Simon's liking them too. Um, so, yeah, it's really good. Greg Weber too? Yeah, Greg, Greg Weber, yeah, too, yeah. So, yeah, Greg's done quite a few and uh, he's shaped them for some high-profile people, so it's pretty good to, cool to get that. So feedback. that's my next question. Who's ridden them? Like what pros or what feedback have you had from it? Any of the pros? Yeah, Mitch Colborn's yep. ridden them, uh, Cooper Chapman's ridden them, and good feedback from both. Um, yeah, quite a few guys, yeah. And, mate, tell us, is it more of a, um, like a beach break or a point break? W- with the feedback, is it, is it a, you know, better for grovelers or a step up or your mm-hmm. normal board? What are you seeing there? The, the people that are ordering these blanks, what kind of yeah. board are they ordering? So we actually offer uh, different densities in the foam as well. So this one's a UF, uh, Ultra Flare, and that's really good for beach breaks um, because it's light, it's flexy. It just gives you that energy when the waves have none, basically, which is what we get in Sydney where we all live. Um, and then we've got a UC density, Ultra Carve, and that's just a little bit denser, so it's just a little bit more controlled, carves through the water a bit better, the waves are a bit choppy, a bit more powerful. You can really get the, the board carving through the water. It doesn't feel so skittish, which is what you normally get from a lot of EPS boards. So, yeah, the, the, the stringers actually have a more controlled flex than just that surface-mounted carbon. So when you've got foam on both sides of the carbon... It's, it's a lot stronger than just having foam on one side and then glass on the other side because when you've got just glass on one side, it's really easy for the, um, for the carbon fibre to compromise just the same way as a glass job would. It's just an extension of a glass job, whereas with the X-Core, it's embedded in the core, so you've got two separate things working with strength and flex. You've got the core working at it and then the skins as well, which is generally the strongest part of the board. And the third model? The third model? Did you say there's a third model? Uh, there, we've got two right. densities of foam, but we do we have worked on. We used to have a third density, yeah. um, but we found that these two were the main okay. ones that we right. were using. And we've, but we have experimented with um, a bicore, which is two two foams in the one core. So it's the light EPS down the centre, and then what we had was um, extruded um, polystyrene, which is the same material but um, expanded in a different way. So it's extruded rather than expanded. Um, and it's really, really strong, super strong. And it, but it feels more like um, PU, polyurethane to surf. So it gives you that control on the rail. Um, and then you've got the liveliness through the centre and the strength of the X-Core. So let me ask you, is this the future of boards as we know it? Are we gonna, is this the end of you know, the traditional wooden stringer down the centre of the board? Is this I the think, future of board riding? Yeah, I think this, the wooden stringer will always have a place, okay. to be honest. I think, uh, yeah, you're talking about ways like jaws and things like that. You've got so much glass on the board, and you know the way you look at the go- the way those guys are surfing. And you know, I haven't ridden one of those waves, so it's a bit hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah. But 
But yeah, I think that wooden stringer and all that glass, I mean, that's doing a job, you know, and, and they're heavy and they cut through the water and they seem to be doing a really good job of that. But uh, for beach breaks and your sort of intermediate to good surfer, even, you know, upper level beginner will just get so much more out of something like this in their everyday surf. Mate, tell us just going off from blanks, well, let's talk about fins for a little bit with your brand Sculpt. Yep. Three fins versus four fins. Yep. Mate, is there, is it, is it, coming on more and more or, or, or is that fade gone? I think it's more like a five fin option is the, the main thing. Having that, that option in, in the one board. I mean I don't do it in everything but um, definitely there's shapes where having the five fin option is great because it adds a whole different element to a board. Like fins are so important to boards so even if you've got a thruster and you change a fin setup, it can change a board so much. So if you've got that five fin option you've got you know your thruster set up you've got the quad set up there's even a little nubster that you can get now to ride with quads it's somewhere it feels somewhere in between it's it's really good so i don't i don't think it's a fad at all i think it adds so much to boards especially small summary boards which is kind of the the topic we're talking about now the big question mate that everyone wants to know what's the damage the damage varies between shapers so um yeah it's it's basically we're a wholesale company okay. and we sell to the shapers um and then they manage their retail price um so as you'd imagine the same way boards vary it, it's it's the same with brands they've built their brand and they deserve a bit more money give us a ballpark yeah give the listeners something yeah, bet- between uh sort of 950 to 1200 okay. seems to be the mark yeah all right mate so sculpt surfboards where can people catch you mate what's your contacts uh we're obviously on the internet www.sculpsurfboards.com uh and you can uh find us in the back of brookie on old Pitwater road you're on the carver back in a sec you welcome back you're on the carve up and joining us on the line from Swellnet for our around the grounds swell forecast craig brokenshay craig welcome mate how are you okay very well. Now, before we kick off with the swell forecast, wouldn't mind just getting your thoughts on the wave. Uh, well, we don't know where it is, but uh, Rip Curl Search and Mick Fanning setting uh, the internet alight this week. Well, that's it. Similar to Kelly when he dropped his wave, Paul, Mick and Rip Curl have just blown up the internet again with this right-hander. Um, I still haven't figured out where it is yet. I haven't had too much time to sit down, but God, it's 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 places thrown around from Africa to the Caribbean, Mozambique. It's um it's kept everyone kind of guessing. Well, mate, I'm sure we'll find out eventually. But uh, let's hop straight into the forecast. Let's kick it off in Queensland, mate. Any waves there this weekend? Queensland, you're going to be grovelling a bit. There's not much. There's a little east trade swell, a bit of northern wind swell, but only two four. With northerly winds, you're just going to have to hit up the back beaches in the morning. What about uh, New South Wales? I know Harrow's up there at Newcastle for the uh, the board riders battle, which is on this weekend. Can we expect some waves up uh, Newcastle way? So Newcastle will get waves. There's like an inconsistent southeast swell and a bit of northeast wind swell. They'll come around the corner. But besides Saturday morning, when it'll be offshore, it's just going to be onshore up for them. So they're going to be grovelling a bit. But down around Manly, Maroubra, Saturday morning... Looking at clean three foot of northeast wind swell, and then the rest of the weekend's kind of junky onshore and not too flash weather. What about the rest of the country? Kick it off in uh, Victoria. Well, the Southern Ocean's really fired up this week. We've got big southwest swell hitting Vico, SA, Tasmania this weekend. It's going to build through Saturday, peak overnight, and East Sunday. 
And uh, Surf Coast Reefs, Saturday morning and Sunday morning should be firing. So experienced surfers, head down there. Going to Tassie, um, Clifton should be able to two to three foot on Saturday, offshore, then ease from two to three foot Sunday. Well, the East Coast will offer a little um, south-southeast swell on Saturday morning with two to three foot waves, offshore winds. What about the West? The West is again going to be the peak of the week. They're just copying another big swell Friday. Should easily get to 10 foot and with offshore winds, but they'll ease all weekend from 6 to 8 foot straight offshore Saturday morning. Perth should have a two-foot wave, and then Sunday morning back to four foot around Margie's and uh, good winds all day. Well, there you have it, people. Our around the grounds with Swellnet's Craig Brokenshade. Craig, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Silky. Catch up. There you go. You're on the carve-up. Dude, just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. <laughs>